afternoon, traders. I apologize for being late. Can you all hear me? Hello? Is it working? I feel like it is. Okay, cool. Uh, I apologize for the tardiness. I just got back from the gym. And I had to put a, throw a t-shirt on so you didn't see me in my, my swole gear. How y'all doing? Glad you're here. Uh, Rabby, good evening, my friend. Watch channel. DE. Hey, man. Sebastian, Brian, Sebastian, what a comeback. I know, dude. That's what I've been saying. Don't bet against this, right? I, I said this yesterday. I said, I think we'd hit the top, but if we don't, don't go betting against it. Don't, 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 don't. And what happened? Just absolute crazy wealth destruction for those who decided to bet against it. No way. Leo, good to see you. Yeah, so let's chat on that, right? Um, pop this open. Share screen. There we go. Bruh. That is quite a power move right there. And yeah, I'm impressed, but also so nervous, right? So how many times have we visited the 20 day? One, two, three, four five and now we had a, a move back up now outlier gave us a sell signal on the spy a couple days ago uh so i'm still bearish to spy nothing's changed in my opinion i wanted to pull up the map right while it looks like a broad-based rally i mean it's all nvidia it's all nvidia 15 plus percent at the moment i mean there are a couple that are putting on some numbers on the board but it's all nvidia it's crazy how one stock can move the market like this, right? But that's because it's a market-weighted index. So one stock pushing up 15%, Victor, good to see you, is going to make a huge dent like that when it is a, a big portion of the market. I mean, NVIDIA is going to, at this pace, it's going to be one of the most valuable companies. Or I'm, I'm sorry, I should say the most valuable company in the world. It already is one of the most. So yeah, I'm... I'm impressed, but that doesn't make me excited at all. In fact, if we look at market breadth, um, look how much that's changed. It went from basically 50% to 52%. This is not a broad-based rally. This is one stock pushing things up, which gives me so, so, so much anxiety. It, it gives me anxiety because the faster things go up, the faster things can fall down. And that... Uh, it's not looking so good, Donna. It's not looking so good, but that's okay. Following the plan is what matters. Uh, I'm not actually all the way logged in on everything yet. Like I say, I was late. Give me just another second or two. Uh, I did spend several hours yesterday. I, I started a live, um, which I know a few people watched, uh, doing some back testing, and I was surprised. Um, Outlier upgrade back testing. Let me show you why I got surprised. All right. So everything with trading, in my opinion, has to start with data. Right, Nathan? It always has to start with data. Now, when I say it has to start with data, right? I give no shits about feelings. I give no shits about opinions. And you shouldn't either. It should be data-based, right? And so I'm going through here and I picked a bunch of stocks, a bunch of common names that you'd know, like Nike, Home Depot, Morgan Stanley, PayPal, AMD, JPM, Visa, Amazon, Meta, Google, Tesla, Apple, blah, blah, blah. And so I was doing some back testing and I'm like, okay, 
first, I want to, this segment right here is basically market trend. So let me highlight this blue or whatever color that is. I don't know, teal. So market trend, meaning is the SPY 10, 50, 20 moving up or is it moving down? Negative one means at the time of the signal, it was moving down. Positive one means at the time of the signal, it was moving up. Same with MMFI, same theory behind that. Negative one means MMFI was trending down. Positive one means MMFI was trending up at the time of the signal. Now, all these signals are positive ones. Uh, I'm going to use the same format for uh, going short. So positive one means a buy signal. Negative one is going to be a negative uh, uh, a sell signal. And then 10, 20, 50 is on that particular stock. So there actually were a few buy signals like this one in Microsoft um, on 831, 2023, where it was trending down, right? However, it had a 15.82% return uh, between the open and close from outliers data. And I was like, wow, that is crazy. But in this column here, some trend is the sum of these, right? Uh, a, a perfect score is 4.0. That means the market was trending up, MMFI is trending up, the signal was a buy signal, and that particular stock's uh, chart was going up as well. And now this is my own backtesting, right? So it may be different from person to person, but this is how I arranged it. Doing that, a 4.0 is a perfect score. A negative 4.0 is a uh, perfect wrong score, I guess you could say. Anyway, there shouldn't be any negative 4.0s because they all had buy signals. So a negative 2.0 is really the worst that it could be. So the average trade was 1.62% across all of these, right? Indiscriminate, just pure average, 1.62% uh, average win, 55% winning percent, which actually is pretty good for outlier. Now, what I did find was that if you had mixed signals, right? Mixed um, market signals, mixed market risk signals it was a negative expectancy and i was not surprised by that at all right market trend plus the mmfi plus the stock's own trend plus a buy signal all four of those working together gives you a positive 4.0 it's five times greater close to five times greater return you want to know why i wait for mmfi and everything else to line up that's why 5x return 70 plus percent win rate Give me a break. That is the difference between the best and the rest. That's why I wait to take signals. Nathan says he watched some of it, but if I could give some feedback on that, I thought your music was too loud to the point where I couldn't hear you speaking. Oh yeah, dude. Sorry. I was just, I had the music on and I'm like, I'd rather have the music going for you guys. So you didn't have to sit me or sit and just watch me in the quiet. And I've already turned it down. So I appreciate that feedback because I checked it as well. Make sure it worked. Uh, but the real surprise, the real surprise actually came from the relative strength. And I cannot express to you how surprised I was by that. So relative strength, I highlighted in yellow. Relative strength delta is uh, right beside it. So relative strength, relative strength delta. What is relative strength from relative strength delta? Relative strength means what is the average gain to average loss My bad. I'm here. <laughs> I actually pushed a button on my mouse that made it go back out of the, the screen and then back in. So I'm here. Okay. Uh, relative strength is average gain 
compared to average loss of that stock compared to the SPY. The SPY will always be at 100. So the relative strength of the SPY is always at 100, period. Relative strength delta means if it was relative strength at 110 today, what was it a week ago? Is 110 good? Is it going up to 110 or is it coming down to 110? That was something I found a long time ago really mattered. Uh, that you want to have your relative strength delta, your relative strength change, be growing and not just sitting stagnant or going down. And I pulled this data. And I'm telling you, when I was shocked, that is an understatement. Because relative strength from 0 to 25, we didn't have any. 26 to 50. So meaning it was half, half, half the relative strength of the SPY yielded 2.8%. With a 55% win rate. So essentially the same win rate as just pure average on all these, yet close to double returns. And I'm like, wait, this can't be. So I was like, what is the count of this? So we had 79 instances here, 78 instances. Nine of them, right? This wasn't a one-off. And then um, from 51 to 70, there were 20 of those. Roughly the same win rate. Roughly the same... Uh, slightly lower uh, average trade, right? So this is all wins and losses together. And I'm like, low relative strength yields double. Somewhat low relative strength yields in line. And then these two, which is at basically at the market, at the market's relative strength, at the market's relative strength, not outperforming, but at the market's relative strength yielded about double and about triple. But then I got on the far end of the curve and I'm like, what the actual heck? Negatives over 200 on the relative strength? Negatives over 150? Right? In fact, let's do this. Let's contain that category a little bit better. Yeah. Negatives. Negatives. I was blown away. I could not believe this. Where can we find the replay? Uh, it's just in the live section on um, on YouTube. It's there. And Brian, it's it's nothing fancy. It was just me uh, doing this live. Um, even my son interrupted me with some homework questions a couple times. So it's all good. Um, but here's the thing, Brian. What the freaking heck? All of these performed well. Some of them performed better just at the market relative strength, give or take, between 76 and 125. But the best ones, the best ones on relative strength were the worst performers. I was like, well, okay. So market trend does matter to this, but relative strength seems to not care. Outlier Results seem to not care about relative strength because we've got it all across the board. And the ones that are at the highest relative strength actually perform the worst. I'm telling you, I could not believe these results. So I was like, okay, what about relative strength delta? Same thing. It's kind of all across the board. The only two categories were from negative 24. So a falling relative strength to zero at 3.16% uh, 3 average return. This is not average for all winners. This is average overall. So it includes losers. And then 26 to 50. 
Yet this range is one to twenty-five yielded a negative return, and I'm like, I think I just concluded that the outlier signals operate independently of the relative strength of the stock. And when I tell you, I was so surprised. I can't express how surprised I was. And it also frustrated me realizing this, that there were a lot of opportunities that I could have taken. Not right now, because the market trend's not lining up, but there were a lot of opportunities that I could have taken had I not disqualified them based on relative strength. This is why you backtest, right? Now, I'll be doing this all over again when the Outlier 2.0 comes out, which Mahesh is promising is next Tuesday. We'll see about that, Mahesh. But I'm telling you, I am so grateful that I did this. Because now I, I, I know, which I knew, the market signals being the market's trend, right? How is the market performing? The market breadth, the buy signal, and then combined with the stock's own trend makes a tremendous difference. Five. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. X returns. I knew it would. I knew it would. I wasn't surprised at all by that. What I was surprised by was that relative strength was inconclusive. Inconclusive. So that's how my brain works. I need to see data. And knowing this, um, basically this means that I'm going to make a change to my trading plan. I'm going to be doing this all over again when the outlier 2.0 uh, comes out because I want to make sure that I'm still in line with that. But I am in complete shock. Complete, utter shock to see that. So, yeah, I love doing this. By the way, I, I, could, I could spend 27 hours doing this and I would enjoy every single moment of it. This is my thing. <laughs> Your thing may be uh shooting pool your thing maybe building models your thing maybe something else um but good gravy i was like holy crap brian says oh did the winners pass back testing well, let's find out brian let's do this we're gonna do this live 
I don't have any trades to put on today, so we're going to do this together. 4.0s only. It's kind of hard to tell. I mean, we're going to do it real quick. But I say it's kind of hard to tell because um, the backtest results will change over time. And so this one is from last July. Microsoft. I assume, that, oh, what is this? This is a new thing. New feature available. Run multiple strategies on multiple assets and timeframes. Compare results and explore. Whoa. I don't know what this means. I'm going to figure that out later. That's cool, though. Positive 12. It's positive expectancy. Not huge, but it is positive expectancy. NVIDIA. Well, that one's going to be promising. I know that. 146. Goog. Ah, negative 8.5. But like I say, it could have been fine at that time. Oh, this was uh, just January 2nd. Maybe not. Meta. Positive 7.7. .7. Look at that. Don't you? This is like one of my very favorite things is when you backtest something and it perfectly moves inside that cloud. If you believe in efficient market theory, this is impossible. I don't subscribe to that theory because this is impossible in that theory. Look at that. It even manages to capture this move up here within the average move. Isn't that crazy? So yeah, Brian, I'm still going to continue to backtest. Um, and I'm also going to be using the um, outlier signal return backtest right here. to make sure that I do a positive expectancy, but I'm I'm going to wipe off uh, relative strength, which pains me to say, because I very believe in that big, bigly. I very believe in relative strength bigly, but I'm gonna wipe that off, as crazy as it sounds, but I'm gonna do it. I'm still gonna keep that scanner because like uh, inside of here, well, I wonder, because I can still, I can take that data and run it in here. Yeah, the only reason I needed that spreadsheet was for the relative strength calculation. So actually, I can skip a step now. So that's cool. Brian says, but we could cut out the other file with RS. Uh, Brian, you literally were reading my mind. More efficient process. Yeah, you and I were in sync on that one, my friend. So yeah. I, I mean, I'm stoked. I'm almost in disbelief. However, that's because Outlier doesn't use uh, technical data. It uses investor behavior data. So it kind of makes sense because this is not... Um, it's not trend following per se. Let's go to... Who is one that had a lot of fear, yet it turned out to be a huge win? Like the, the last NVIDIA signal, right, was coming off of fear and then turned into greed, like deep greed. And now it's such deep greed, it's turned into a sell signal. Now, we talked about this the other day. 
This is not a sell to open. That is a sell to close. Being that it's a sell to close, you take your profits and you get the hell out of the way. You don't buy puts on that. Learning from the fools. Yeah. Brian, I feel like a fool sometimes when I see that kind of stuff. So, um, all that is to say, let's jump into our market analysis. Welcome to the Outlier Trading Room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. <laughs> and I am a partner with Outlier, but this is my style of trading using Outlier. Um, I, before I forget real quick, you probably noticed my incredible shirt. Let me, let me show you. Yes, as I mentioned yesterday, Scrooge McDuck is my spirit animal and my family got me this shirt for, um, for my birthday. So I was like, yeah, I got to wear that. Okay, so whenever I trade with the market, well, whenever I trade, it always starts with the market. We're going to let the market tell us which direction it's going. And I backtested and proved that that does matter. Not only does it matter, it is five times higher returns than just grabbing anything that comes along. 5x, right? So we're looking for the market's trend with the MMFI trending in the same direction. And then a buy signal plus the 10, 20, 50 on its own stock. Let's go to the SPY. We have it. 10, 20, 50 pointing north on the market breadth. We don't have it. We actually have the opposite. We have a bearish setup here. 10, 20, 50 all pointing south. This just says to me that this rally is becoming less and less and less sustainable. And the scary part, hear me out. The scary part is as this trends down, as this gets higher, I think it's going to have a real strong merger of the two. I think it's going to be a very, very quick pullback, and I'm I'm a bit nervous about that. Speaking of my my um my bearish economic standpoint, um, the CEO of Kellogg, after or I guess during his earnings call, was saying how um, consumers and families should be embracing eating cereal for dinner as a way to cut back expenses on food. And I'm like, oh shit, this is what I've been saying. They're finally catching on to the fact that people are not buying as much. In fact, I saw that Denny's, um, IHOP, it was like other uh, typically low-cost uh, diners, that at least have public data, they were all scrambling saying, I mean, McDonald's is one in particular, scrambling saying that um, their consumer has gone away. Like their unit sales are so far down. And it's because people are, are are pulling back. And one way they're pulling back is by eating out. Sebastian was saying, I was wondering why you missed so many trades. Shut up, Sebastian. I know, dude. <laughs> I know. I'm sitting over here thinking the same thing. Cereal is not filling and really expensive. I've told you all this story many, many times. I went to the grocery store. So we buy Fairlife milk because it has twice as much protein. And um, I got two jugs of Fairlife milk and a bag of Fruit Loops. Really nothing fancy. $17. And that was a Walmart. I mean, I'm not talking like Whole Foods. That was just straight up Walmart. I couldn't believe it. Twelve Mac big $12 Big Mac meal is ridiculous. Yeah, man. 12 buck meal for a burger. I'm gonna go to like um I'm gonna go like a Chili's or something. I'm sure I could get a $12 meal there and it's gonna taste a lot better, have a lot higher quality ingredients. Anyway, my my view of the economy is very bearish, and I am I am the biggest leader of don't get in the way of this, but be very cautious. Uh, so I'm I'm not going to be trading this. 
Just add yogurt to regular milk. Oh, like Greek yogurt? That's actually not a bad idea. I like that idea. I love good Greek yogurt. So I'm not going to trade today because these are moving in opposite directions. Market breadth is going down while market trend continues to stomp higher. So wait in cash for proper setups as long as it takes, right? However, as we just discussed and as Sebastian wanted to make sure he not only stabbed me, but also twisted the knife that, yeah, I missed a lot of great opportunities because um, the relative strength. And now we know differently. And that's part of backtesting, my friend. That's why we backtest, is to see what a difference that makes. Let's go to our final thoughts. Oh, oh, I like this one. This is uh, Yvonne Bayeji. I like Yvonne. Yvonne was a monk. Um, like, he was chill, so chill, and I got a chance to meet him. Anyone can gain a statistical edge in the market, which is what we were just discussing for the first half of this, is that I had an edge, but I wanted to see where I could improve upon that edge. Where I could is continuing to keep the market trends in and removing the relative strength trends because they did not provide conclusive evidence, conclusive math to say, hey, this gains an edge. So anyone can gain an edge in the market. That's the easy part. But the matter of who actually comes out with consistent profits is decided by their mindset. That's the hard part. Now, what does that mean to this circumstance here? Right? I could continue to say, I'm going to just trade with high relative strength. I, I, I know that that matters, right? But now I actually know how little that matters to these trades. And I'm going to have more opportunities to come on, right? And my mindset has shifted. But I didn't shift it arbitrarily. I shifted it using data and facts. And I can back up everything, right? And that's the hard part. Most people don't want to put in that work. They want to just be given buy and sell signals. Which is why Outlier is so freaking awesome. Because it is giving you buy and sell signals. But the difference is making sure that you have the right mindset to trade. I think a lot of that has to do with position sizing. And being okay with taking losses. Because like, um, yeah, I still have it here. I mean, 55% was the win rate using Outlier, which I was actually really stoked about. That's a decently high win rate. Now, we could pop that up to 70% using a couple extra outside signals here. But a 55% win rate is cool. It's fantastic. You know what that also means? 45% of the time you lose. And having the mindset of being okay with losses is what it's going to have to take. If you don't have that, if you just expect to win every single time, you will have nothing. Because you'll be in trades way too big. Taking way too much risk. And it's going to be those trades that turn around and take you out. So thank you all for coming to the Outlier Trading Room today. I appreciate uh the conversation i love when you guys give me feedback because my job here is to make this better for you every single day um and your feedback means the world to me so have a fantastic afternoon i'll see you right back here tomorrow morning for the webinar invite your friends we're going to be going through outlier all the signals talking about different signals and uh talking about how to use it so i'll see you in the morning have a great day we'll talk soon